The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, everyone. Have you ever wondered what are the secrets behind some of the most successful women in the world? On my podcast, Superwomen with Rebecca Minkoff, you'll hear me dive into these secrets and more with women from all walks of life, from CEOs and founders to artists and designers. These conversations show us what life is like without the pretty filters. I expose how loss can make us stronger and help us navigate what it means to be vulnerable and make our inner superwomen shine. Join me in being a superwoman. Find the Superwoman podcast every Tuesday, wherever you are listening to this podcast. Hey, it's Mariana. I'm the co-founder of Summer Fridays, and this is the Life with Mariana podcast. In this episode, I've got Emily Kaiser. She is a content creator, and I love following her. So I've been following her on TikTok for a while. She kept coming on my For You page, and I just instantly felt so connected to her. I loved her content. I loved how she was so positive, and I knew exactly what I was getting out of her. And I really admired her consistency, and I knew exactly what I was going to get from her, but I still love watching every single day what she was doing. And so I wanted to learn so much from her about posting organic and engaging content, how she does her schedule, and how how she grew on social media in just a short amount of time. And before we hear from Emily, I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about my current life update. So I've been doing these life updates in the last few episodes. And by the time you are listening to this, I will officially be on vacation. I am so excited for this. So I go on a lot of work trips, but they're still work trips or sometimes I might try to add a few days here and there on the beginning or end of a work trip to make it vacation. But this is a true vacation and I am so excited. So every year my mom and I go on a trip together and I really enjoy and value this time we spend together. It's almost like the older you get, the more you just want to hang out with your parents. And that's definitely how I feel. So I posted an episode a few episodes ago about everything I do to plan and pack for a trip. So if you're interested about that, you can go back and listen to that episode and we are going to my favorite place in the world, which is Saint-Tropez. I go here every year and we've been going for many, many years and it's just such a beautiful place. I love to be there and I just feel so recharged. And there's something about going back to a place that you're familiar with, that you enjoy, that you know what you like. I know what I'm getting into when I get there and I just love it. But it feels like every year there's a new place to visit, a new restaurant, a new beach club. And the branding person in me really enjoys a branded beach club moment. So there's a couple of them that I'm going to stop by this summer. One is Jacques Mousse has a beach club. I'm sure you guys seen this on Instagram. And Gucci also opened one as well. So I'm definitely going to stop by those. It would be a dream for me one day to have a summer Fridays beach club take over somewhere. I hope that in time that's something I can manifest and work to make possible. And it feels so true to like the summer Fridays brand to have a full takeover somewhere. And so maybe 2024 or beyond, we will have that. Um, and something else that's been really exciting that we're doing are these summer Fridays community hours. And it's something so meaningful to the brand. And there's a couple cities we're going to around the summer. Uh, we just did one in New York. We had our first one in LA. And it's really for our community and our customers. Go to Summer Fridays Instagram and check out our stories because we'll be posting on there when we're coming to visit different cities. And all you have to do is type your name into the suggestions box and then we will let you know if you're invited to the event. So that's really exciting. That's a little life update. And other than that, I'm just really excited to take some time off. So I ordered a couple books to take with me and on vacation, I do not like to read nonfiction books. I don't want to learn anything. I just want to read a fiction book that's like light and easy to read. I will also take my Kindle with me. So you guys have any suggestions, comment on Instagram and let me know if there's something I need to download. But I love to just relax and unwind and read. So basically on my vacation days, what I like to do is like, I like to wake up early in the morning. I'll get breakfast with my mom and then we go for like a long walk. We really just enjoy the city that we're in. 
you know, walk around, see the sights, whatever we need to do. And then I'll go by the pool for a little bit. I'll go to the beach maybe. I'll take my book with me. And then I go to a really fun lunch. My favorite thing in Saint-Tropez is the lunches. I have a couple favorites that I like to go to. If you're planning a trip this summer, I really love Lulu's, Gigi's, Club 55 with Sink on Sink in French. And what else do I really love? There's another one in it. I'm blanking on it right now, but I'm sure I'll post it very soon. So those are a couple of my favorites for lunch. Dinner is very chill. I love Senequier. It's in the port. It's like an old school French restaurant with like a red awning. It's right in the port. It's so great for people watching. And I am so excited to be there. So if you guys want to see me post from there, follow me on Instagram because I'll be posting stories and pictures there every day. So if you guys are ready to hear from Emily, keep listening and don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. I've got new episodes every Tuesday. You can also follow me on Spotify. There are so many amazing brand founders, influencers, creators, wellness episodes, walking meditations. There's so many types of content here. So if you're new to the podcast, I hope that you subscribe and stay around because I've had so many amazing guests and episodes in the past and so many new ones coming up. So now let's hear from Emily. So what was your day job pre-TikTok? So I was a mom. Before I got pregnant with my son, Trig, I went to dental assisting school I got certified to be a dental assistant. I practiced at a couple offices and then I got pregnant. And while I was pregnant, I didn't do dental assisting just because I have a really bad back and you have to be bent over a lot. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do something else. So I did phones at a pain clinic in St. George, Utah. And then after that, I started doing TikToks after I had Trig. And now that's my full-time job. So it's wow. crazy. <laughs> What inspired you to start posting? Like, what was it that you were like, okay, I'm going to just start a TikTok account? Okay, so I remember I have a friend named Mata Gravier, and she is like a mom TikToker. She has a little boy named Rez, and I knew Mata pre-TikTok. Me and my husband know her, some mutual friends, and I was on my phone scrolling through TikTok. And it's funny because I was that person that was like, I will not download this stupid app. <laughs> I was like... I'm not getting TikTok. This seems so silly. Lo and behold, I download it and I see I start scrolling. I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. I see Mata on my For You page and she has like, I think 200,000 followers. She's just posting her day-to-day life as a mom with her and Rez. And I was like, wait, this is so inspiring. Like, I'm so bored. I'm kind of lost. I like don't know what to do right now. So seeing her like get out of her comfort zone and make TikToks, I was like, I kind of want to start doing that. And so I got started. And what was your first video? Like, did you start creating with the intention of becoming a creator? Did you just want to start posting like your daily life? No, I just got started with the hopes of like maybe connecting with some people. You know, obviously you make a video and you're like, oh, it'd be so cool to go viral or something like that. But that was never my intention. Like, I didn't even know that it would be possible to be like a full-time creator on TikTok. At what point for you then from creating videos for fun, did it become where you were like, oh, I can actually do something here? So I think around when I was about to hit 10K, I started getting emails because a couple people had told me like, oh, just put your email in your bio. Like maybe something could happen. Like you could get some like giftings and things like that, like PR. And so I, I didn't even think I would get paid to make videos. And then I got reached out to by a couple brands. And I, I think that it was like $400 for a skincare video or something like that. And I, I remember showing Brady and being like, oh my gosh, babe, like I can make money doing this and like show my life. And this is so freaking cool. And, and that's how I started making money. Were you ever shy when you started on the platform? Because I feel like on Instagram, it's almost a little easier. Like you can post a picture so you don't really have to show your personality. But on TikTok, especially now, like I feel like I 
really know you on the platform and I know so much about you and you seem like you're so open. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Actually, I was going to say this in my get right with me this morning and be like, you guys stop freaking tagging me in my old TikToks because they're embarrassing and I'm cringing because my old TikToks, when I first started, I did dancing videos because I was so nervous to talk on the camera. So I would do dancing videos with text being like, Hey moms, what are you guys getting your kids for Christmas? Or like, things like that. And then I kind of started doing OOTDs where I would be like, my jeans are from Madewell. My top is from Aritzia. And I was so shy. Like people will tag me and they'll just comment and be like, old Emily found your TikToks. And I'm like, that is literally a different person. I don't recognize her. (laughs) So how do you describe your content style or your niche of content now? I try to say that I don't have a niche and that I'm in the lifestyle niche, quote unquote, because I truly post everything. Like I'll try to post funny videos. I obviously post like my vlogs, like errands and morning vlogs and then get ready with me. I'll post hauls. So just a little bit of everything is is what I wanted to do. There's so many people on the platform and I feel like so many people are trying to grow on there. What do you think it was about your content that has made a lot of people gravitate towards you and follow you? I mean, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm just like, I, I genuinely feel so grateful because I feel like I'm one of the lucky ones that like found a community quickly and latched onto that and then kept making content. But at the end of the day, I think that something that really helps is I truly look at my followers as like my community and my friends. Like I go to them for advice. I share every, pretty much every part of my life with them. And a lot of people don't want to do that. And I think that that's something that they love and they latch on to as well is that they feel like they truly know me. And I love that. So I think that that 100% is what has helped me. Yeah. And I think there's something so personal about the way you feel. I feel like we're like on FaceTime together and you're just like talking to me and I see what you're doing. And I just feel like I know you so well, which is just like very funny that I just I feel this connection with you. And obviously, like I'm a creator, too, so I get it. But I've loved that about you. And I love that it feels so personal. And I like the routine of what you do. So I know that there's an expectation of you're in your car. You're putting on your Summer Fridays lip balm. You're like going to get a drink like you're running your errands. Oh, so I actually, when I started following you and found your content, I went back through and I was like, oh my gosh, you post Summer Friday so much. And I didn't realize it until I started looking through everything. And I love that you just like genuinely love the brand. And so now when I see it in so many videos, I just get so excited to be a part of it. So I love that. So thank you, by the way, for all of your support and always like using and sharing. I love posting Summer Fridays. When I found the Lip Butter Bomb, I was like, what is this thing? Like, it's amazing. I'm like reapplying it 50 times throughout my day. I like have tried the skincare, the the facial oil is my favorite. Like, I love everything. Oh, thank you. Okay. So I, I have to ask about content creation because you are a mom, you have a toddler, yes. you post consistently, which even with, I don't even have a kid and I feel like posting consistently is a lot. So how do you manage as much content as you create while also being a mom with a toddler? I mean, I truly, number one thing I would always tell people was, and since I've done this since the beginning, I take advantage of nap time, like nap time, especially when Trig was taking two naps. Oh my gosh. That's why I was able to whip out like a cleaning video, an outfit video, like trend videos. I would record so many videos during that time frame so that I had videos to post. I'll edit during that time. Like I'm doing this podcast right now during nap time. 
So taking advantage of nap times is so important. But to be completely transparent, when you start making this off, and you know this, when this becomes your full-time job, it's way more time-consuming. And for that, I have my husband to thank because he helps me so much, so much. Amazing. We love that. Yeah, he is a king. Love a supportive husband. I love seeing him in all of the content too. It's great. He seems so sweet. (laughs) He's seriously the best. So content creation now, I want to kind of talk through because I feel like you're posting a lot every day. And so I want to know, do you have a strategy of like how many videos you want to post a day? Okay. So when I was like crazy in my grind phase, which I still feel like I'm grinding, but like back when I lived in Utah, I had just started growing a little bit. I think I had hit hundred K. I was posting like six times a day. And that to me now, I am like, okay, Emily, you cannot do that. So now I would say my goal is to post at least three times a day. Because honestly, what I tell people is when you get into a routine of what you like to post, the hardest time to post is when you don't know what you want to post and when you don't know what your content is and what your audience wants. But now that I feel like I'm in that phase where I know what my audience wants to see and I know what I like to post it's so much easier to whip out content. And are you filming in TikTok? Or are you filming in a camera or your like iPhone and then editing? A little bit of both. For okay. my vlogs, I film that camera, iPhone. Sometimes for Aaron videos, I'll do the same if I have time. But when I'm just doing like a quick get ready with me, trending video, outfit video, things like that, those are all in TikTok. I'm currently packing for a trip and one of those essentials I always have to have with me is bras and underwear. And when I go to my drawer and I grab my things, there's something that basically takes over my entire drawer and that is Skims. I am obsessed with this underwear. I just cannot keep it to myself. It is so good. If you guys haven't tried it yet, it's the Fits Everybody Collection by Skims. It is their best kept secret. The feeling is like no other underwear and bras that I've worn before. It is so stretchy and soft. It really just melts into your body so you kind of forget you're wearing it. I just love it and I think everyone needs to experience this level of comfort. I have gifted and told so many of my friends and my mom to buy their bra because the Fits Everyone Triangle Bralette is my absolute favorite. It's like the perfect bra for people that don't like wearing bras. Skims is a solution-oriented brand creating the next generation of underwear, loungewear, and shapewear for everybody. I wear the Fits Everybody Triangle Bralette and Fits Everybody Underwear every single day. Skims is truly like the only underwear and bras that I wear now. They are my absolute favorite. The Fits Everybody collection of underwear are lightweight, form-fitting essentials. It's got this buttery soft fabric molds to your body and stretches to twice its size. It's offered in a range of cuts and fits from underwear and bras, dresses, t-shirts, and bodysuits. Available in sizes XXS to 4X and offered in nine core colorways and limited edition seasonal colors. So believe the hype. This collection has over 90,000 five-star reviews for a reason. Skims fits everybody and more best-selling essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus get free shipping on every order over $75 all at skims.com. So after you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. Select podcast in the survey and be sure to select our show, Life with Mariana, in the drop-down menu that follows. When you edit, how long are you spending editing like for a longer video where it's like a vlog or something that requires more editing, how long do you spend in the editing process? Vlogs usually take me anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour just because those are like an hour or more of footage that you're cutting down into three to four minutes. So I die when people are like, please start a YouTube. I'm like, you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, if it takes an hour for a vlog on TikTok, it would take so long for a, a vlog on YouTube. I, yeah, I truly clap my hands for those creators because I'm like, I don't know how you do it. And are you filming, editing, posting everything yourself? Yes. Wow, that's a lot. 
<laughs> it's it a is, lot to do. But... I think I think people don't realize like even a one minute video can take hours out of your day to create that amount of content. So for people who are aspiring to be TikTok creators, is there any advice for them for something that they might not know the work that goes into it behind the scenes? Honestly, it's it's what you said, the time. I think that you have to know that it is time consuming. And it doesn't always mean that it's going to take, you know, time away from like your life, if that makes sense. Like, I don't feel like it takes a ton of time away from me being a mom or being a wife because at the end of the day, I'm sharing my life. And so a lot of the videos include Trig or Brady or just kind of what I'm doing. But it's the editing that you have to like be aware of. So usually like late at night, I'm editing. During nap time, I'm editing. Sometimes I'll wake up early in the morning and edit like before my son's awake. So you just have to be aware that like the job is time consuming. But if you love it and you love creating content, then it's so worth it. Are you still waking up really early to work out before he wakes up? <laughs> Girl, I'm trying. I <laughs> I feel like especially after I got my boob job, I fell off the train of working out just because I couldn't. And now I'm trying to get back into that. So I need I need to be stronger because I think of all the moms that wake up at like six, five in the morning and I'm over here waking up at like seven thirty-eight and I'm like, okay, I need to get my act together. That's still early. That's still early. That's still an early morning. So you I feel like you do a lot. And like it's even so inspiring for me that I'm like, oh wow, you've done so much today. And I just have to take care of myself. So it's inspiring to see the the content on my end as well. So for people who want to create content like you, are there any quick, easy tips for them to try to like record or film your style? Yeah. I mean, when I started, it actually took a lot less time for me to edit when I started. Like if people remember who are maybe listening when I was very first starting on TikTok and posting my morning vlogs and cleaning videos, I recorded a lot of those in TikTok. And if you record a video on TikTok, it is way quicker to edit than any video that you're going to edit outside of TikTok because TikTok gives you the three-minute limit. So you are very concise with what you're recording. So yeah, I would say that if you need something quick and you're just wanting to get started, start with that and get used to it. Get used to the filming process. Get used to what you like to record, what your audience responds to. And then you can get into the nitty-gritty of you know, filming in 4K60 on your camera and like getting an app and things like that. And then what do you use to record? Like, do you what I'm like always like, what do you use in your car? How did how's your phone set up? How do you set up in your bathroom? Like when I first started TikTok, I didn't even have a tripod and I refused to buy one until I like had a little bit of followers because I was like, OK, I'm not going to spend the money on a tripod. if like this is not even something that like people like watching even though it was fun for me, I was just like, okay, if I'm going to spend the money, like I want people to hopefully like my content. You know what I mean? So I was literally taping. We had a huge front window in our house in Provo, Utah. And I always died because I was like, people that are driving by in their cars are probably like, what is this girl doing? I was doing full on TikTok dances in front of a giant see-through window with my phone taped to the window, like Mm -hmm. literally taped. And finally, my friends were like, Emily, buy a tripod. Like, what are you doing? So now what do you film with, especially in the car? Because I think like we might know what to use in our bathrooms or at home. But I feel like the car is the most difficult setup. So the car I actually have, it's a car tripod off of Amazon. So you just stick it to your dash and then you suction it down. And it is the best thing ever. I've seen some people also use that in their bathroom. But my bathroom setup is a literal trash can with a small tripod propped on it. 
Okay, great. So all you need is a trash can and an iPhone. You can make your TikTok content. And you're good to go. Yeah, it's it's not as difficult as people think. But obviously, if you want to get into like the harder videos like cleaning and vlogs, that's where I definitely think people should get like an Amazon, like a bigger tripod. And are you using any lighting or just whatever light is wherever you are? No, I actually don't use lighting. Sometimes I probably should, but that's just an extra step for me that I'm like, I sometimes cannot figure out. Okay. So goal is three videos a day. Are you filming content every day of the week or is it like Monday to Friday? What's what's the schedule like? No, I film content every day. I think that for me, the way that I can come off the most authentic and like transparent to my audience is by filming in real time. That's just me personally. Obviously, sometimes if like I film a video later in the day and I don't get around to editing it, I'll post it the next day, which is nice because I'm like, okay, there's a video like it's done and posted. But for the most part, I film everything in real time. And that's just what works for me. And does that stress you out to feel like you need to keep up with posting consistently? Yes, sometimes it does. But like I said, kind of at the beginning, if you really love it and you enjoy it, then it's something that just is part of my everyday now is like talking to my followers and my friends on TikTok and Instagram. But yeah, obviously there's times in my day where I'm like, oh my gosh, I do not think I'm going to get my normal amount of content out. And then I'll get comments and people will be like, where's your get ready with me today? Where's your videos today? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need a post. Yeah, I think people love that because your your personality is so like bubbly and outgoing and happy. So I think not only are we watching like you get ready, but I feel like it's a little dose of like positivity when we're, you know, coming across your content. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. I love that. Like you're just like so smiley and happy and like joyful. And it's like the energy that I get from it. It's so like genuine and authentic. And so I think that's why so many people resonate with it because where you can come across other content and it's different forms of entertainment. I'm entertained by you in an inspiring, happy kind of way. And that's the kind of content I like. Like I like inspiring, happy, joyful, easy, effortless type of content is what I want to consume. I don't want to consume like drama or something like that. Yeah. Well, that makes me so happy. I'm flattered. Thank you. Okay. So when you are figuring out what to post each day, do you try to have a variety of like get ready with me, Aaron, something else? Or do you ever post the same types of videos in a day? Oh, I for sure post the same types of videos. Like I, I know, like I was kind of saying, I, I know what my audience expects sometimes. So with that being said, I love to do series. And I think that that's another tip that I can give to people is If you are kind of struggling with getting content out, but you find that your audience likes one specific thing, start a series, like start a series of cleaning videos, errand vlogs. That's how my errand vlogs got started was one just did really well and people loved it. And I was like, I'm going to run with this. Same with morning vlogs, get ready with me's. Like if I find that people enjoy it, then that's kind of the series that I go with. And I'll do one of those pretty much every single day. So now you have a pretty good idea of like what people like from Yes, now. yes. Okay. And then what about when a video flops or doesn't do well? Like, I feel like we all have that. And we're like, oh, yeah, I want to delete this video because the views are not what I really want for this one. Oh my gosh. I'm like relatable. Especially when TikTok was having its glitch the last like four days. Yeah, it was like a weird glitch. Everyone's videos were just like showing up as like zero or it was like only playing the first second. It was crazy. And like when I went into my analytics, it was saying that I had negative like 2.3 million followers and like, my I got so many comments where people were like, I cannot see this video. I was I was noticing the same thing. My for you page was like videos from months ago. It was crazy. But I I 100% am guilty of that. If a video flops, I am deleting it and reposting it later. 
guys know that my daily habits are really important to me. There's so many things that I do. I actually thought I might do a solo episode about this, about the things and the habits that have changed my life. And I really believe that doing small things every day really make a big difference. So if there's a small thing you want to do that creates a positive impact in your life, one of those things might be making your bed in the morning, writing to-do lists. Uh, something else that's really important to me is community. So that's checking on my friends, giving them a call. And sometimes small daily actions really make a big difference. And that especially comes to caring for your hair a little bit goes a long way. Whether you're fine, medium, or thick, Way is just your type, no matter what your hair needs. If it needs volume, shine, or hydration, they have amazing shampoos and conditioners that are made to give your strands exactly what they need, helping you with multiple hair concerns to get you on your way to good hair days every single day. I love their products because they actually work for my hair, and I really love that they have things specific to a problem. So if you have fine hair, they have shampoo for that. If you need a detox shampoo, that's one of my favorites from them. So if you've been on a product binge, detox shampoo really gives your strands and scalp a deep cleanse. It really brings your hair back to life while adding strength, softness, and shine. It's a special combination of clarifying apple cider vinegar and enriching keratin, and it cleanses impurities, product buildup, hard water deposits, and more. Get on your way to healthier hair one day at a time with shampoos and conditioners that are just your type. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com slash Mariana15 for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com slash Mariana15. I think what happens on TikTok is I come across a lot of people's videos, but I'm not engaged with them as a person. But for your videos, for some reason, I'm engaged with you as a person. I want to know your name. I want to know more about you. So how can you turn virality and views and followers into an actual community and build that relationship with them so that you do have a deeper connection and you can get them to go to other platforms? Yeah. So, I mean, when I started my TikTok, like I was kind of saying, I was just doing dancing videos, very surface level content. People were not getting to know me. And I quickly realized if I want to build a community to have a genuine relationship with these amazing women and moms and young girls who are following me, I'm going to need to tell them a little more about my life and actually talk to the camera. So I really feel like I started to create that relationship when I started vlogging, when I started getting past just the aesthetic videos and just the like fast paced with music that I was kind of posting. When I started really showing my personality and talking to the camera, that's when I started building those genuine relationships. And then also just honestly giving back to your audience. I love doing giveaways because I feel like it shows my audience how much I I'm genuinely so thankful that they follow me and that they care about watching my life. And it's something that they really enjoy and they get to participate in. And I'm usually giving away like my favorite thing. So it kind of feels like they have like a piece of me that they get to like get sent to them. And it's just really fun, like a fun way to bring everyone together. I love giveaways. I think they're like amazing. And I always try to do them myself because we get so many amazing things too as creators. Like I'll get together like all these things because I can't possibly use all of the things that are sent to me. So I want to do something with it. So I'll do giveaways and I donate. And then sometimes I'll buy some of my favorite things and be like, okay, these are my favorite things. And I want to give them to you guys. And so it's such like a nice little way for us to give back. And then people get so excited because it's like they get their own little PR package. Yes, 100%. It's so fun. It's like an adrenaline rush when I do a giveaway because I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone's so excited. And they're like, waiting for it to be announced. And I just get so excited announcing them and like showing people what I'm giving away. And how are you differentiating your content from Instagram versus TikTok? Honestly, I could probably work on that a little bit. I repost a lot of my TikToks to Reels, but 
genuinely, I think that that is such a big tip for growth is repurposing some of your content. Other than that, though, I love to do photo dumps, things that like my TikTok doesn't really get to see just kind of behind the scenes or, you know, like very unfiltered things that we're doing as a family. I I try to be updated on my stories and just showing my day to day, things like that. And then I always will try to post my links to Instagram for people. Okay, great. Okay, so a few more questions about TikTok because I'm sure there's a lot of other aspiring TikTok creators. Hosting consistently is really important. It doesn't matter if you have a lighting or whatever. What other advice would you give to new creators who want to grow on the platform? I would say just try your best because I wish I did this sooner to just be yourself. Like, I think that when I started, I tried so hard to you know, be quiet and be aesthetic. And obviously I was more shy, but I was so scared to show my like genuine personality behind closed doors, how I am with my friends, my siblings, my husband. And the second that I kind of started to tap into that more is when I felt like I created more of a genuine community and was able to truly be myself. And I started to really enjoy creating content more. So that's my biggest tip is just be yourself. And then what are your goals for yourself for the future as a creator? Oh my gosh, it's it's crazy because when you start this, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, now what? You know what I mean? I'm sure you've had moments like that where you're like, okay, what should I do after? You know what I mean? I know there's it's it evolves so much. And I think when I started, which was a long time ago, there was no one to look up to because we were really like the first creator. So we were just figuring it out as we went. But now there's so many creators and you see so many opportunities people have created for themselves. There's more of a path to follow and you can see all the different opportunities. And especially with TikTok, I've seen that people have gotten on there and then they get really great management and then they want to act or they want to sing or they want to start a product line or they write a book. And so I think now you see there's so many opportunities and that you can do more with your community and you can still be primarily on TikTok and this can still be where you post and do everything. But there's more to add to your followers and community and building that relationship with them through you know, product or other platforms. And so I love that now there are so many things in, that people can do and that now the industry as a whole and agents and managers and companies see, you know, how successful it can be to work with, you know, TikTok talent. Oh, for sure. And and I'm so grateful for my management because they really helped me tap into that. They Right when I signed with them, they were like, what do you want to do? Like, what's bigger than this? What is your goal? So to go along with your question, like, my goal long term is I want to start a company. I kind of already have in the works what I want to do. And I think my audience is going to absolutely love it because it just goes really well with my content and what I love to do behind the scenes. I also am so grateful because I feel like with this job, not only do you get to work with brands, but sometimes brands will want to collaborate with you. So I have, you know, a couple collections that I'm coming out with. Ooh. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. That's so exciting. So yeah, those are like my two kind of bigger things right now. But I'm super excited to like tap into that and kind of see that new side of myself because I'm not going to lie before I started TikTok and like having a job, I really didn't. I was just very lost in like what I wanted to do, what I could tap my creativity to because I've always been a creative person. I grew up dancing and you know, I love to scrapbook and like do just like random artsy things like that. And then I got married and became a mom. And I kind of was like, what's my creative outlet now? Like, I just didn't know. 
And so I'm so grateful because now this is my job and there's so many, like you were saying, there's so many creative things that you can do now. So, you know, when you're traveling and sometimes your skin just gets a a little bit irritated, that's what happens to mine. And I like to just cover it up, especially if I'm traveling because I don't want it to become more irritated, but I don't mind if it looks cute and other people see it. That's why I use these ones, the star shaped pimple patches from Starface that you keep seeing on your Instagram and TikTok feeds. They are so cute and that's the reason why so many people are always wearing them and the Hydro Stars are made with 100% hydrocolloid. That means they're really great for absorbing fluid and minimizing redness while they shrink your spots. When I use these, I usually wash my face and then just make sure it's completely clean and dry before I apply the star and then I'll leave them on for about six hours or I'll sleep in them overnight. Hydro Stars are packed in a little yellow compact that even has a mirror inside for easy application. I love that you can just open it up, put a star on your face and feel really cute and confident while dealing with a breakout. I'm super excited because Starface just dropped the newest addition to their compact collection called Big Blue. Inside Big Blue, you'll find 32 of Starface's Hydro Stars plus salicylic acid, a powerful blue star that's been named the best pimple patch by Cosmopolitan, Glamour, Bustle, and Women's Health. Starface has a full lineup of Hydro Star pimple patches for whatever mood you're in. There's the original yellow, salicylic acid, extra large sizes, solid black, and a colorful multi-pack. If you're ready to start celebrating and decorating your pimples, you can shop the entire Starface collection at starface.world. And for a limited time, all Life with Mariana listeners are getting 15% off their first purchase when you enter the code MARIANA15 at checkout. Again, that's 15% off your first starface.world order with the code MARIANA15. Well, I think we know what a day in your life looks like because we can see online. But what does a day look like for you, including like filming and editing? Usually it's pretty similar every day of, you know, I wake up in the morning right now. My goal is to wake up before my son an hour before him. I've been trying to do that every day so that I can have time to myself a little bit before I jump into mom mode. So in that time, I'll kind of wake up, get my greens or get some coffee, answer emails, go do my skincare, hopefully do my makeup, get dressed, whether that be for the gym or if we're going on a family bike ride or something. And then, you know, we'll all be together as a family for a little bit. Trig will get breakfast. We'll usually like watch a show with him, like Miss Rachel or something like that. She is our queen of our household. And then we'll play outside with him and go on a bike ride. Maybe we'll go to the park, get breakfast. And then nap time is really when I'm like, okay, nobody talked to me. I'm in grind mode. I'm editing. I'm filming. I'm doing things for work. Usually I'll have like a call with my managers or with a brand or something like that. And then after that, I'm back into mom mode when my son wakes up from his nap. Sometimes editing will run into that a little bit. So I'll go and I'll get up with him and then I'll have to go back and work for like 30 minutes to an hour. And then we have the rest of the afternoon. I'll run errands, hang out with my family more. We truly go on like three bike rides a day. That's cute. So we'll go do that. And then my husband usually makes dinner. He is the cook of the house. We put my son down for bed and then I work some more and then spend time with my husband and go to bed. (laughs) So you really are working and filming content from the time you're waking up until basically you guys get in bed and you watch TV or whatever before sleep. So it's like 12, 13 hours. Yeah. And I feel like for me, that's the only way that I can balance giving like my son and my husband the time and attention that they deserve and also being able to work and provide for my family. 
Yeah. And how are you creating the time and the boundaries around like, okay, this is family time and this is work time? I usually will just like leave my phone in another room and just like turn it off. When we go on bike rides, I usually, unless I'm filming like a vlog or something, or I'll have Brady do it on his phone so that I can leave my phone at home. I'll leave my phone at home for bike rides, things like that. Like if we go get dinner. So I just try to really set that boundary of like, this is a no phone time. And same with going to bed with Brady. Like we'll watch a show and I'm not on my phone. And what are you doing to take care of yourself? Because you're very busy you're working every day. I love to work out. I truly find that like, especially since I recovered from my boot job and I'm cleared to work out now, that is such a good time for me during the day to go to the gym. And we've actually started going as a family. So that's fun. Like Trey gets to play with other kids in the kid care. And then Brady and I get to spend quality time together and work out. Um, Other than that, you know, I get my nails done. I get my toes done. Like people see in my errand videos, even though I'm recording, I'm still having me time. And that is like therapeutic for me. I love the self-care stuff like that. I'm getting my hair done soon. That'll be. Ooh, what are you doing? Going blonder. Ooh, fun. I love the hair videos. I love the nail videos. I love watching the whole process of everything. It's great. But yeah, that's what I do for myself, you know, and then that hour in the morning to myself is definitely me time. Yeah, I like watching that from you too. like seeing that time when you were like working out or cleaning or doing something in the morning. And then at the end of the video, you would go and wake your son up. I'm like, oh, wow, like you really are having this time for yourself in the morning. And instead of you know, waiting for him to wake up and then trying to fit it out through the day. It's like, okay, maybe I'm a little bit tired, but at least I got this chunk of time to myself. Yes. And Brady has recently, I posted on TikTok today, he started giving me massages. So that is very much me time. Like he bought a table, he bought the lotions and the oils and he is like putting his back into it. Wow. I love that. This is great. I saw Amber Phillips' husband also does the same thing. I think when she was pregnant, they got a massage table too. I'm like, these men are great. Oh yeah. In my caption, I was like, "Ah, Amber, you trained them well because Amber and I will text about it. And I'm like, Amber, he got a table. He learned from David. Like it's happening. It's happening. Have you seen the results of something that you have posted online where it's gone like viral or sold out or everyone's using certain something that you've posted? Yes. I would say like Definitely day hair. <laughs> yeah, I think that one, the, the pink tube. Yes, styling cream. I mean, so many creators absolutely love it. But like Amber and I have talked about it and we're like, it is crazy how quickly it will like sell out. Or day hair was like the first brand that I really, I got it for Christmas in 2021 when I first started posting and I made like so many videos with uh-huh. it. So that was definitely something that my followers like resonated to me. And then, you know, there's just random things like all sell out like the car jelly on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I love the car organizing videos of like the little whatever you keep in the center of the car. Random things like that or, you know, like and I don't know, it's it's obviously like me and amongst with so many other creators who love the products. So, like I can't ever take credit and be like, oh, did I sell this out? But like, you know, I'll go to Sephora and like lip butter bombs are literally sold out. And I'm like, okay, I already know that like me and so many other creators are obsessed with these and constantly talking about them. So I'm like, they're gone. Like we can't even get them. I know it's a very crazy, we can't even get them either. People are, can I get a pink sugar? I'm like, it's sold out. Like we really don't have stock of this, but we are trying our hardest. So thank you so much for posting and sharing them. So my last question I wanted to ask you was, have you become the woman you wanted to be? Yes, I feel like, I still have like a long way to go with just like truly tapping in. Like I said, because I 
I didn't know that this was what I wanted to do. And now that I'm in it, I'm in it. And I'm like, okay, who am I? What do I want to do with this career? What do I want my life to look like in five to 10 years? But I'm truly just trying to tap into that and, and figure out who I am. And I, I feel like I am really proud of myself. Like I watch my content back and I'm like, I am a totally different person, but I'm proud of the person I am. Like, I don't look at myself and think, oh, you know, like I've lost myself or like, I don't know who I am. I feel like I know who I am and I'm so grateful for that. Um, and I definitely have like content creation to like thank for that because I kind of went through like my faith journey and new motherhood and things like that with TikTok and with my community. It's really great to share and be open with that too, because I think it's like a digital journey for you and see your journey and you never know what one person you might affect or inspire by sharing it. And so thank you for sharing your life with us. I know I love following you. And for people who are new to learning about you, where can we follow you on all your platforms? So my Instagram, TikTok, pretty much all my platforms are Emily Kaiser. And that's that, Emily Kaiser. Amazing. Thank you so much, Emily. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening. And be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me. And follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.